0: What don't you know about the expert, Brandon Patrick?
1: Oh yeah. I'm excited to ask um, all these questions, but um, first I'm just going to give you a short reminder. If you wanted to get in on from Shattered Trust to Thriving Intimacy, it's our six-week course that we have online. You can head over to shatteredtothriving.com and use the code HOLIDAY, all caps, and get a sweet discount. We are so glad that you're here because you're choosing to thrive after betrayal, trauma, or addiction. Hi, I'm Ashlyn, the once-betrayed.
2: I'm Kobe, the once-addicted. And I'm Brandon, the expert. Now, why am I an expert? Because I've treated betrayal, trauma, and addiction for over a decade.
1: All right, let's start this because I want you guys to know a little more about Brandon here um, because he's pretty awesome. So, first off, why the heck did you become a therapist? (laughs) Well,
2: I I I have the lamest answer for this, um, and not common. Yeah, I to be honest with you, I don't know. Um, I I have my undergrad in economics, and um, I got a job out of school, and I hated it. And I was this like recovery auditor guy, and I was doing felt like nothing for you know for humanity at that job. And I was miserable and I was just like, I got to do something to, to help people and to, to be connected to people. And so I started looking at grad school and I went and I got my MSW just because I knew that would be, you know, being involved with people. And uh, one thing led to another, which led to another. And I almost quit being a therapist several times. Um, but God just kept saying, like, no, you got to hang in there, like stay there. This is where you need to be. And so I have, and here I am. So I know that's not really an answer, but <laughs> that's why I'm here.
0: <laughs> From economist to
2: therapist. Yeah, I guess. I th- truth is, is I, l- I do love people um, deeply and genuinely, and I, I care about their well-being, and I feel a calling to... Be a part of of healing, and so that's that's why I'm a therapist. Yeah.
1: And that's what we hear, honestly, when people have an intake with Brandon. They're like, "My gosh, like he mm. really seemed like he like cared about me and was interested." And I'm like, "Cause he was." Yeah, <laughs> ch- I do. Yeah, yeah. So, um, okay, where did you do your schooling? So I,
2: when I got married, my wife was a nurse, and we didn't have any kids, and we were like let's go to grad school somewhere cool. So we went to Hawaii. Um, I'm a a warrior, so I graduated from the University of Hawaii. Loved it there. Um, Loved the weather, loved the culture. Um, It it was so um, diverse and beautiful. And we were there for three years, and it was just an awesome thing for us and our marriage. Um, Did you have kids there? Well, that's why we came home. So we had our first daughter there. And uh, it, it was hard to raise kids there. So we ended up coming back home to Utah. so okay.
0: yeah, but Hawaii was incredible. Did you have any moments when you were in school that were like, okay, this piece might be a deal breaker for what I'm going to do?" Or did you know going into your graduate program, what specific discipline of, or like how you wanted to, you know, how you wanted to practice? I, I
2: gravitated toward hard. So I, I was not, I, I would, if, if something looked challenging, that's kind of what I went to. So really, yeah, what I studied in, in school was, um, I, I worked in the state hospital with severe mental illness and I just wanted to learn as much as I could about the hardest stuff. Um, and school was a cakewalk w- graduating and then getting my first job in substance abuse. That was th- that was where the real training began. Um, and that's where the real challenge began. So, um I got a job for I don't know what it was, like 14 13 bucks an hour and no benefits. <laughs> and I was working I With was With
1: your masters? What did you say? Yeah, I
2: had my So so I took a huge pay cut because I got my master's degree. Dang. Um yeah, and so I had to work under somebody for 2 years to get my license. And it was uh it was a real eye-opening experience to to understand what addiction really is what recovery really is um, so I, I cut my teeth um, treating um, substance abuse and I was at a county funded program with a lot of people that did not want to be there um, they were mandated there by the state and um, <laughs> that's how I got my training and that's how I got my foot in the door with addiction um, but then at, I got licensed and right after I got licensed I realized I wanted out of the system so much, and um, I wait. What I wanted to get out of the system, so out of the county-funded programs, oh, I out of the state okay. programs, and uh, so I, lo- I was looking at private practice. And I emailed um, somebody, and I said, "Hey, can I come work under you at your private practice?" And she gave me an opportunity, and it was really interesting because it took a turn I didn't expect. Um, at first, I thought, "Wow, thank you! I'm so grateful for this opportunity." And I was—I was so grateful. She started filling groups up for me. This was f- sexual addiction and uh, betrayal trauma. It was codependency back then. Mm. Um, I started to fill up this this caseload in this practice. But as I as I was being trained under her, I was I was seeing a lot of destruction. I was seeing a lot of um, failed recovery, failed relationships. And so I learned a lot of what not to do from one of my, my first mentors. And and, uh, and so it, it helped me try to, at, at this time there wasn't a ton of um, understanding about sex addiction, betrayal, trauma. and
0: Meaning there wasn't lots of research, there wasn't lots of science no, behind. No, not at all. Any, um, like either of those two?
2: No, um, and so it was brand new. And so I had to kind of, on my own, try to figure out what worked and what didn't. I knew what wasn't working, and I had a colleague named Kathy who was in the same boat as me, and we just kind of together would bounce things off of each other and share ideas and share with each other what was working and what wasn't, And, Hmm. and so that really... That really was, was I learned by being in the trenches. Like I was there in the trenches not knowing what I was really doing. <laughs> and and I, I joke a little bit because I have some old clients who got really healthy when they worked with me then. And I, I tell them like, look, I, d- I had no clue what <laughs> I was doing. Yeah. Um, this really was you. <laughs> this was you. You created your recovery. And and really, I am so, so thankful to those those first clients of mine that that showed me what recovery is. You know, despite how how not good I was, right? Um, they they are the ones that catapulted me to actually gain an expertise and and understand how to do
0: this. That's so, rad. Okay, so what you guys might not know is um, Brandon can be uh, Brandon is you guys know this that he's very um, kind of in tune and dialed in with people. So he you, you've got that you've got that ability to really. Go there and understand people, but what you also have, which a lot of you probably don't know, is that branding can be very, very direct, and and very bold, and just very transparent and honest. So, how did you learn to be brutally honest? Not not to this. But to it's, the it's, point not of like, it's not mean. It's not mean. It's not mean spirited, but be so honest with somebody to give them truth, but yet. How did you learn how to just do that?
2: It, I love that question, Kobe, because I—that's a skill. I used to be so arrogant and pride myself. Like, look, I didn't go into therapy because I need therapy. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm better than that, right? But as I as I started my private practice, I was so codependent with my clients. I cared so much that they liked me. I wanted them to like me, and so I'd I'd skirt around things, mm. and I I just try to be nice. And and what happened is. I wasn't retaining any clients. They all thought, oh, that Brandon guy, he's a nice guy. But they didn't want to come back for therapy. Mm -hmm. And it took a lot of my own internal work to say, can I get over needing them to like me in order to be a good therapist? Mm -hmm. And what happened was it, it was, when we talk about courage and stepping into vulnerability, day in and day out, I had to face people head on, and, and have them look at me and be like I hate your guts or I love you
1: right <laughs> <laughs> and, I, I, and I needed to get to a point where I didn't care and um, which is so crazy because you can't like there people can't get into you now Yeah right? <laughs> yeah so that's what happened
2: when, when I when I started to not be codependent to just be honest and to really love people but also be direct with them and honest with them mm-hmm. that's what actually helped them So yeah. I needed to remove myself from the whole equation some and and be able to, to just reflect back realities to them. And it was uncomfortable for me, but it was one of the best learning experiences for me. Taught me how to be boundaried. Um, I've had clients stand up in the middle of sessions and slam doors in my face oh my and uh, tell me I'm horrible. And, and and you know what? Like, that's okay. Um, that, that's okay. Because you
0: get that that's where they are.
2: A- absolutely and and I, I don't take it personally um i remember when i first started i i went to this group this other therapist was running and she had a couple come in and kind kind of like you guys right mm-hmm. they came in they're like you know we're in recovery here's our story and then they just heaped praise on her about how amazing she was and i sat back and thought man if i can get one couple to say that stuff about me then i've arrived right and uh as I went through this process of letting go, of getting my worth from other people, um, I've run a lot of groups now where couples who I've worked with have come and, and vouched for how amazing I am. And, and to be honest with you, it, it feels good because I know they're doing good mm. and I'm happy that they're happy, but it doesn't move the needle much for me in terms of like, oh yeah, I'm so amazing. Um, I already know that I'm am- I'm amazing. I already know that God loves me. It's awesome. And so, and so I appreciate that they can find recovery regardless of me. That's right.
0: So okay, so tell us about your family. Yeah, you uh, kidlets. I got two um, boys,
2: two girls, and uh, they're they're everything to me. And so, yeah, I being a dad is my favorite thing that I do. Yeah, love
0: it. Okay, what do you and, like to do as a dad? Uh I love to uh, go fishing,
2: uh, wrestle them. I love to get our big dog to annoy them. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you have a really fun backyard? Yeah. Like, you guys hang out dreamy. there? I love the yard. I love
2: nature. Um, I just, I like I like being grounded to the earth and uh, getting the kids out in nature with You me. like to go camping? Love, you guys have like, camp, like a, a camper golf.
0: trailer that you guys uh, haul around everywhere?
2: Yeah. So just anything active.
0: What do you, you like know? to do with Jenny?
2: Uh, Which is your wife? Yeah, Jenny's <laughs> my wife, and Jen- Jenny's funny because we balance each other really well. So, so you guys are opposites. Yeah, so I'm like, wake up in the morning, and we better do something today, or else the sky is gonna fall. Like, let's go! <laughs> come on, come on, come on! And she can sit around and do nothing all day, just sit there and be perfectly content. Like slow energy, low energy. She she really chills me out. Yeah. Um. So I just like I just like talking with her and hanging out with her she just she just really chills me out and stuff She's
1: chill but she's also incredibly she's a fireball (laughs) too yeah (laughs) she's so funny i love Jenny, Um, but i get what you're saying like her energy is really calm and good and it's not like what most people that i would think i gravitate towards that are funny is usually really high energy right right no she has a good combo going absolutely super does yeah
0: okay so um when you have time all to yourself and you don't have to be dad, you don't have to be partner, then what's your, what's or your the thing? Expert. Yeah. Or the <laughs> expert. Um, probably watching a little too much football. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it's that time of year. college though. or pro
2: both. Okay. What, whatever. Yes. Right? yes. <laughs> Knuckles are going on here. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love, I love sports, any, any sport. Um, but like I said, just getting up in the mountains. I live right at the base of the Canyon. Uh huh. Um, I do love yard work and I hate yard work at the same time. <laughs> so, yeah, that's my thing. Okay. I love it.
1: Um, oh wait, this one's my favorite. Okay, your marriage is perfect, right? Because you're yeah. a, a therapist. Yeah.
2: Yes. Next question. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, Next question. I mean, uh, what's hard for you, Brandon, in marriage? Or sure.
2: Um. Well. I, I hope I hope Jenny doesn't listen to this. She episode. doesn't listen to any. Does <laughs> Actually, she, I don't <laughs> think she's ever listened to an episode. So our live one.
1: She was there for our live one.
2: Well, oh, we go to this live <laughs> event and there's like all these people there, and we leave, and she's like, oh. "Whoa, like people really drink your Kool-Aid."
1: <laughs> thanks, like, oh, Jenny. Thanks, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: glad you're you're so engaged in what we, I do here. Um, so funny. No, my marriage. Uh, when I married Jenny, I got this distinct feeling that. This is going to be a wild ride. And, and that's what it's been. It's, um, our highs are really, really high and our lows are really, really low. And so we've learned how to navigate through those things so much better. And uh, luckily, my work has really helped. Her work has really helped. And it's just, it's help, helped us navigate those things. But we've had moments where we're so sick and tired of each other. <laughs> we fight. Um, but we fight so much better now and communicate so much better now. And, uh, we give space for our own individuality. Whereas before we didn't, um, we were really codependent to each other. So yeah, I'm learning, I'm growing.
1: Does Um, it matter that, does she feel like you're doing therapy on me? Does that play a role in your marriage?
2: She's a a lot less than you'd think. So, um, she, I, I, I think I actually have pretty good boundaries with that where I'm not like, well, let me tell you and (laughs) let me psychoanalyze you. And she's pretty good at at not kind of using that against me of like, well, you're just, you're the know-it-all therapist, whatever. Mm -hmm. She doesn't really do that to me, which I'm grateful for. Yeah. So,
1: well, I have to share. Um, one time Kobe and I came in to do a podcast and we were not in like a good energy with each other. Nope. And I said, Brandon, I don't think we should record. Like, we're just not in a good place. And your response made me feel normal because <laughs> you said, Well, last night, Jenny and I were ready to get divorced. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> like, you're okay, Ashlyn. <laughs> yes. The, there's like, ups and downs. <laughs> and Yes.
2: So, yeah, I'm human, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah. We got, I got stuff that I'm working through as well. Yeah, so like we awesome. all do. And that's why Absolutely. Love, you make us feel normal. Yeah. That,
0: again, what, what you guys, if you've listened before, you know that my experience with my dad was my dad never did his own work. And, uh, and, and your he's dad a is a therapist. Yeah, my dad's a therapist. And so the fact that you do that, that you do still, even still, is to me remarkable. Yeah. It's re- it's remarkable. Thanks, and uh, it, takes, it's, it takes it takes a lot of courage, yeah. I think, to be that guy who's like, I'm going to be the landscaper and I'm going to take care of my yard.
2: Yeah.
1: And or th- th- or th- hire a landscaper, you know, like that's really right. what you say you're doing.
2: Right. My, my my mom is a school counselor and my brother is a therapist. And uh, I'm really blessed because my brother and he's, he's really humble and works on himself a lot. And so there's pressure as a therapist to be like, hey, I got to have all this figured out. My life better be perfect and my life better look good. Mm. And uh, he's really helped me. We, we talk about our struggles and our blemishes and our challenges with, with our clients and things like that. So I'm really blessed to have good support to help me be human, right? That's rad. Yeah, that's so. cool. That's rad.
1: Okay, last question. What would our listeners be shocked if they knew about you. Oh. Shock them. Um,
2: I'm a five-time Family Feud champion.
1: What? Yes. <laughs> Wait,
2: I, did so, we know that? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. You guys all <laughs> heard
0: that correctly.
2: You can go to Amazon. I think it's Amazon Prime has this episode... <laughs> It's 2007 episode, like 16 and 17 or something. Yeah, could so you be more exact on that? Um, <laughs> <laughs> just I had to tell it. before. Yeah, it. I That's gave some so really cool. bad answers. If if you go look it up, like I'm sorry, <laughs> um, but we didn't lose, so we won something like. Forty-seven thousand bucks. What so, yeah. your family? And we who to, did you do it we with? We had to split it seven ways and pay taxes, so I ended up with like four Five grand. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. Five dollars. <laughs> so, um, yeah. who?
1: What family did you do it with?
2: It was with my siblings. So it was my sister, my brother, and my parents. Oh my gosh, so, yeah.
1: that's
0: cool. Oh, that's so funny. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, that's something that uh, most people be like,
1: what? What? All right, right. I love it. Well, I love it. It's thanks totally for cool. uh, giving us a little inside, Brandon, today. Because yeah. I think that's fun. Thanks, yep. guys. All right, see ya. See ya.